0: Well,
1: here we
2: are. Here we're uh, here we are <laughs>
1: here we are. I'm looking at your face back on the old Zoom after
2: so much time in person. You know, uh, I know it's weird, right? Like I, I don't know what to. You have like a whole. Do you have a light on your face? I don't have a no. light on my. <laughs> no, it's all. It's good just you know. Ju- it's, it's just, just what it looks like. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't have that. Is what I'm saying. I don't have that. Um, a lot has happened uh, since. Ooh, Jesus, Brooke, how long has we, it been? <laughs> it, Halloween. It's been since Halloween. No, it was before Halloween because I don't even think we put a Halloween episode out. <laughs> we didn't. We we were just we just we kind of um quiet quit the podcast
1: without <laughs> quitting. Uh-huh. We just both sort of like wouldn't admit that we weren't coming back
2: because the truth is we just we needed a fucking breather, man. Y- yeah, and Hello. here we are. We've been breathing ever since. Now we're back, baby. Uh, What's been going on? <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. What? We, I mean, we're so rusty.
1: I, I think first and foremost, let's say, welcome to Sidework Podcast, oh, well, everybody. Welcome to
2: Sidework Podcast, you guys, for sure. I'm welcome your host. back to Sidework Podcast. Yes. Uh, I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin, And I'm your other host, Andrea Wallace. And here we are fumbling over each other's lines. But we'll get back to how we were, you know. It's gonna be like riding a bike. I uh, was just gonna say, like, a, like a
1: weird tandem bike that's maybe rusty <laughs> and old, and one of yeah. us isn't pulling their weight at yeah. the same so, time every sometimes time. Sometimes I'm know.
2: gonna be pedaling the whole time. Sometimes Brooke's <laughs> gonna be pedaling the whole time. Sometimes we'll be in sync. Yeah, we might crash. Uh, you know, we might do something like we did last week, which is uh drink a the biggest pitcher of margaritas I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, how about you, Brooke? Um. You know, I'm
1: still reeling
2: from just the pure amount of citrus
1: I consumed. It it wasn't even the tequila that did me in. It was probably the two straight cups of citric acid from the straight lime juice.
2: Can we set the stage? Yeah, so we we met for a, a cute little, like, you know, weeknight uh low low stakes i thought um <laughs> mexican uh dinner with a couple of friends of ours at this a lovely establishment called casita del campo in silver lake uh here in los angeles um you know it was a beautiful night we sat outside we each all had one margarita which we immediately just slugged down because they're not very big no. and then as four ladies do we thought to ourselves well, geez, gal, shouldn't we order a whole pitcher of margaritas? Well, now I'm going to read, like, I think I'm going to interject right here. I think no one was thinking
1: that and you are the one who threw down no! the pitcher of margaritas no. and then we got on board. Well,
2: maybe. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> Victoria was like, totally, let's do it. Um, I don't know. It just makes sense. I feel like it, it seemed like that hey. kind of place where you would just, of course, you would get a pitcher of margaritas because that's what you do. 100%. And it just seems easier than us being like, we'll take another round to our server like every However many minutes you know So our server gave us a little warning You know b- but there was Something lost in translation there was, he was something- just like <sighs> He said are you sure it's Really big and I think we were like Who the fuck do you think you're talking to Oh, I You know, know. kind I of was- like attitude <laughs> <laughs> yeah he kept He
1: was sort of He was almost trying To talk us out of A pitcher of margaritas And we we're like Get yeah. off
2: our dick dude Like this well, is like my first Pitcher rodeo <laughs> yeah. So 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 the pitcher finally comes You know It did take a minute And when the size of it uh, Hit the table I was like Oh they must have ha- I'm sure there was Some sort of weird bell That got rung in the restaurant You know what I mean It was just like The old 49er got ordered at a steakhouse Kind of situation uh, One of the largest pictures I've ever seen probably in the at least 60 ounce category would you
1: say the important thing to also know 20
2: ounces maybe so
1: it was maybe two and a half feet tall (laughs) in a glass pitcher. and the important part everyone needs to know to know is it had no
2: ice zero ice It was
1: just all it was like an entire bottle of mezcal an entire bottle of tequila and then like I said like six quarts of lime juice
2: sour mix yeah Uh, and we all were just, I think we were just like, and then it immediately became a challenge for me to finish the thing, you know? Uh, and I did and boy, oh boy, did I have to take a car home for uh, that night?
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm glad. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I wasn't going to judge necessarily, but I was, I was a little bit like, Hey, hope you didn't. Drive. No, 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 no. <laughs> good, I good,
2: good girl. Definitely was like, we got, I was like, Brian, we have to get my car in the morning before you go to work. Thank you very much. So wonderful. Um, good girl. That has happened. That's a most recent uh, adventure that Brooke and Andrea have gone on. It's amazing. Service, and, it, it, you know, the throes of the service industry and the time that we live in, and you know, yep. yeah. And um, mm-hmm. the most important thing, too,
1: though, I think that we're forgetting to mention is we were joking. I was like, what would you do? I was like, what did you do, Andrea? Did you just order us a $200 pitcher of margaritas? And you're like, and, oh, ha, ha, ha. You go, oh, ha, ha. If I did, I'll pay for it. <laughs> oh. And then we get the bill. And it
2: was a $200 pitcher of margaritas. A and you didn't pay for it. Pitcher of margaritas. But. You know, if you think about how much cocktails do cost in this town these days, yes. I, I think $50 a head to get sloshed is a pretty good yes. deal. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it was one of those situations where you're thinking, cool, it's low key. It's going to be like an enchilada plate and two marbs. Oh, I'll be, out of, I'll be out of there.
2: I'm gonna like, not the, the next day was a complete wash for me. I was down for the count. You were, poor baby. I know. I it's the I first time that I've, I guess, poor baby, I fucking did it to myself, you know? Like, yeah. I I I like I sink in my hangover guilt these days I just like I'm like this is he's, what I've done.
1: Sit and stew yeah. mm-hmm. I think
2: that's the first for
1: me though where I went home not from drunkenness but from heartburn I like I couldn't keep the party going because <laughs> I was like my throat is full of acid.
2: <laughs> oh my god oh speaking of uh, heartburn how's Ooh, your sriracha yeah. supply over there bro? No,
1: you guys. I miss
2: it <laughs> I fucking miss it so much. <laughs> so like what's the deal have you not been able to find any in your neck of the woods? No oh god no 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 no, no. and you know, I had that thing, like the stomach thing, which if you guys remember back, it's almost a one-year anniversary. I was having this crazy stomach thing happen, which I I feel so much better now. So, uh, turns out I have a uh, riddled with uh, inflammation and in Hashimoto's disease. We'll talk about that another time. But um, because of like everything happening with my gerd and the gut stuff, like I just wasn't eating hot sauce for so long, sure. so we weren't like re-upping <gasps> on our like big bottles of sriracha. So like we had no no chance you had whatsoever. no reserve not nothing um and uh I really genuinely miss the flavor and the taste now that I can eat hot sauce again it just like it just adds like a it's a different vibe and all these I'm going to say quote imposter srirachas you know people the, are the Trader trying. Joe's one uh we got a Tabasco one that's Ugh. okay I guess but I, I really, I genuinely miss more like the sambal and the garlic, like the garlic chili sauce. That's what I miss.
1: Yeah, more than I anything. know. It's crazy. What are we doing to this planet? It's it's like a shortage of the type of pepper they need to make. But, and it's like climate change. It's interesting because I, w-
2: I was having this conversation with somebody like just yesterday with a client yesterday. And she was like, but chilies like grow in heat. Like chilies, like, and that's why I'm so baffled about it. And I haven't done much research lately. I thought it was like, there was a bad yield and like bad growing conditions and they just haven't caught up and they have to like basically catch up. Right. Um, well and then it used to be that everyone was trying to shut down the sriracha
1: plant because it all the smelled. Yeah, the neighbors were all like, <laughs> My eyes burn. They just burn with the hot sriracha wafting through oh the my air. God. Yeah. It's definitely
2: I, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's I went I went into my cupboard and I found my COVID stash of um, Heinz ketchup when we were having that. Shortage like all the packets, <laughs> and I was like, Move over ketchup shortage, we're out of sriracha, and this is a fucking problem. And you heard that people are pawning them for like $150 oh, a bottle yeah. online,
2: absolutely. When I go to my favorite Thai restaurant near me, I'm always like, cans I have more cups of this, please? And they Ooh, love me there, so they it, always like slide a couple more good, like, good, good, over good. The they, got,
1: they got the hookup. Wait, can mm-hmm. I breaking news? I'm a big citizen app user now. There's so much that's happened since we talked to you guys i i had a neighborhood arsonist like all sorts of crazy shit so citizen because i just heard a fire truck and and police go flying up the street citizen just said vehicle crashed into someone's home up the hill 0.3 miles away more other i'm gonna have to go walk up the hill and check that out
2: check it out I'm gonna have to go up there and investigate by the way not in this heat not in this academy
1: not with this inflation <laughs> um how I mean I were you guys are gonna hear this a week from now but I still think the majority of the country will be in some sort of heat wave how are we doing we keeping our is our is our boob sweat in check how's our butt sweat how are we are we keeping cool I've been hiding inside oh
2: girl. I hide inside too like you know I as much as I'm like oh Having a pool is like so great and it's something that I do have. Um, I'm gonna walk and I actually have to let my dog out really quick. Oh, so you're gonna, hold do on. No gonna do a walk and talk. I'm gonna do a walk talk. I'm gonna I'll make a note. And she's back in at love Guarantee he won't go outside. Guarantee. Okay. Oh, no, he's going. Thank God. There's things happening. I think, you know, like, you know when the dog is just like, you open the door and they just look at you. They've been like whining at the door and then they look at you like, I'm not going to go out. They're like, are you fucking kidding me? In this heat? In this economy? In this, in this economy? This dog will go fry in the fucking sun. I'm going to tell you right now, I have to powder his belly with sunscreen. I'm sure I've said that before. Yes, same with, same with little Frida. She's a white
1: little speckle bellied beast and you got to, you got to you know, slather them up with the stuff.
2: I mean, this is the time of year it's been so hot that I'm sure if you're working outside on a patio, you still, like, like everybody wants to be inside in the air, and you still have those, like, Two that one He's, table that comes in, that one two top weird it's like, masochist. Yeah. And, and they're and like,
1: they're we'd love to sit outside. <laughs> they're wearing all of like the, the kind of gear you would buy for an African safari. It's uh-huh. got like venting underneath the armpits uh-huh. and like and like a cool tech hat, which you're like, I don't have one of those. You know, <laughs> I'm not wearing one of those, and I'm the one who has to run around out here. But uh-huh. you you yourself, you've got a one yeah. of those neck fans on. And they How say dare stuff you? like Do you guys have anything interesting to drink on the menu? Oh. Uh, Oh, Flashback <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday. Th- I don't know. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, I'm sitting here I, for all you know. I'm wearing, I'm podcasting no bra, baby, just a t shirt, no bra, and my underwear. Period. <laughs> my, my period that's, underwear on. So
2: that's just, how, that's just how it has to roll sometimes, especially with this heat. There's a, wearing... there wasn't like one of the um weather apps in Texas actually said it was as hot as Satan's butthole. That's like what it said for everybody. Said so, wow. like that's how hot. It has gotten, um, but yeah, you guys, let us know if it's if it's if it's been crazy hot where you're working, and I'm sure it just makes for even worse work conditions. We all know that summertime, the heat kicks up, and the swamp ass really is uh, in charge for all I- of us. Well, in that situation too, obviously we'll get into some of
1: our classic segments in a minute, but like, yo, everything is on strike. It is a hot strike summer. I am a member of WGA and SAG-AFTRA. Uh, I hit that picket line, sadly, at the beginning of the heat wave. And I was just sort of like, hmm, is there a call center that I could volunteer in instead? Because I... Melted like a candle, doing two laps around the Walt Disney lot and studios, and I was like, "This is awful and scary and and just honestly, like, kudos to everyone who is probably kind of pushing it by being out there for all those hours." I'm someone who cannot handle it, and I need to, I need to know my limits and not be a hero because I do get overheated really easy, and I just I've had heat stroke before, thanks to a restaurant job and my internal thermometer has like just never been correct since then so i just I think don't it, fuck yeah, around
2: yeah totally i think and, and everybody especially with the summer that's out striking i know everybody's doing a really great job making sure everybody's super hydrated and making sure everybody's like taking safety precautions um i hit the picket line to show support back in june it was 60 degrees and cloudy. and cloudy cloudy i was, and it like, was like couldn't have been more perfect strike boy. weather Boy, did
1: I sleep on that good part of the strike.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, like, you know, our buddy Sarah Schaefer, who's been on the show before, is out there. She's a captain at Warner Brothers, and she's out there, like, every day, you know? That's great. That's great. And then, I mean, so, like, hotel workers
1: here are on strike. Broadway may or may not have gone on strike. I was waiting to hear about that. That would have been last week. Um, Oh, they did. Yeah. So, Broadway's Mm -hmm. striking. And then uh, UPS, basically, and basically all the delivery people reached a historical agreement now it's going to have to be ratified this agreement put into place but holy shit it's like everyone is rising up looking at the big wigs at the top saying you are making record-breaking amounts of money because now especially since the pandemic everyone wants the ease of everything delivered to their door and it's it's a habit that many of us got used to and now mm-hmm. aren't changing about ourselves. Right. So totally. I mean, they it's are also so we're much-
2: addicted to it. It's a dopamine hit. I just read it. I just listened to this crazy oh. podcast. We could talk about how like our, our brains are trying to get back into homeostasis because like we have too much dopamine. And so like it, it makes you feel like, Like that's why everybody's full of anxiety and depression is because we have so much convenience in our life. And so much like we're streamlining dopamine with all the hits and all the conveniences we've got, we've got that like that, that finger that goes and hits the button. And then it's Mm -hmm. like a cocaine jolt. Um, And then you're like, I'm shed.
1: I do believe in a little old-fashioned retail therapy every once in a while. Even if I go back and return everything the next day, it's just it. Which I did. I was like, "You don't have money." I've been deeply unemployed, everybody. So, anyways, I'm on unemployment, and none of my uh, industries are working. So, what's up? I was like, "Hey, we should
2: start podcasting again." <laughs> if only to save Brooke uh from herself like- myself
1: thank you Andrea Andrea refused to come back but
2: I have an actual gun that's to her head. Not- no I'm kidding. I'm kidding I was like please I for my mental health I don't have a gun to my head hell I am an order I wouldn't I'm never mind I should I'm not gonna joke about ordering a pizza that's a terrible oh, thing to
1: I, joke about my brain went there too sorry terrible if you know you know um Don't take offense. Okay, anyways, don't take one iota of offense. But anyways, yeah, it's so great, especially for, you know, uh, delivery people. Just the sense that they're like, we get no brakes. There's no air conditioning in any of these trucks where all the Mm -hmm. doors are open and it's 110 Mm -hmm. degrees. And I have to run and carry boxes up to people's door all the live long day. And there, some of the ones who are not the full-time tenured people were only making $16 an hour. And Jesus. so it was it was the people at the top of the food chain of the employees who who had the most money per hour who s- went on strike for the part-timers who were
2: making unlivable wages in dangerous wow. conditions. And that's how you do it, folks. Wow. That's baller. That's amazing. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. That It is a hot, hot summer. Well, I mean... I feel like we're caught up with that. Like, should we? There's things will keep popping into my yeah. brain as we go. But um, as we we're gonna go. we're gonna do do
1: two parter today because we had so much stuff we wanted to talk to y'all about. Um, we're gonna reverse it a little bit and start with our segment called Server: A Submitted, a submitted Stories. stories.
2: It's back.
1: back. Um, And I will say, uh, none of these are very new. They were some stories that got ignored for months on end while they sat. In the
2: graveyard of our inbox. <laughs> they're a little, they're not quite vintage. Uh, so this one, you know, does not feel outdated at all. Like this, this first one that I'm going to read. Um, this one still feels very relevant and fantastic, mind you. <laughs> Hello, all. So happy you're back in my ears after your well-deserved, I'm just going to say Break yeah instead of putting a <laughs> timestamp on it yeah uh, anyways listening to your podcast podcast about the art of the hookup reminded me of a little story about one of my dad's dad friends one night my dad's friend bruce invited us out to pizza while his wife was away bruce liked to drink and after a couple he started calling the restaurant we were in a gold mine <laughs> after oh, we no. finished the meal Bruce decided to give us a little tip on how to save money eating out. The next thing I knew, this man pulled out a green container of grated Parmesan that he had in his hoodie pocket, unscrewed the Parmesan shaker from the table, and dumped it into his container. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even notice if you take the cheese. I just bring my container when we go out, and I haven't played for Parmesan in years, he slurred. <laughs> Everyone at the table was too baffled to say anything, so we just loaded up Bruce in our car and took him home. Oh, my God. I don't know if this counts as a server submitted story. Absolutely, 100% it Uh does. Uh, But, yeah, yeah. But, you know, hearing you describe people stealing ramekins and plates immediately brought up this man and his refusal to pay for grated Parmesan back into my mind. Holy shit. Godspeed and good tips, Alex. We've got a perm burglar. Perm burglar, We've, a and, Oh, you know, there's a there's a song of the summer right now that's like, give me one margarita and I'll open my legs. Give me two margaritas and I'll give you some head. Have you heard this song?
0: Give I, me
2: it, $200 my, picture of margarita <laughs> and I shit in your bed. Yeah. Uh, give me one Chianti and I steal your parmesan. Give me two Chianti and I steal my parmesan. I really think that, that this is Bruce's... <laughs> this is a this, this is yeah. Bruce's cake yep
1: yep and uh this is this is uh in my mind a real Parmenheimer um <laughs> I just had to throw it in there had to throw it in there um yes I I think it's fair to add Bruce into the type of customer who grazes you know the garnishes, they, they're like, oh, a personal salad bar, which we've always talked about. Mm-hmm. People who come to the bar and uh, fill up on blue cheese stuffed olives and they're like, huh, I don't know why your bill's so high. I eat all the, you know, and then this guy who's like, haven't paid for that expensive ass craft. Oh, Michelle, par- it's, like, it's
2: like three dollars, Bruce. You're it's a nightmare. Not, you- And the generic stuff, which is most likely what you're not getting craft at the restaurant, you know, like. You're not going to get the thing. As far answer, as you though.
1: know, it's probably Cisco Parmesan. Yeah. Oh, it's totally Cisco, Cisco. Parm. Cisco um, Parm. Know, if Bruce was smart, he would have been stealing sriracha.
2: Can I Can I be honest? Can I be honest I, with you, Bruce? I think that, yeah. Maybe, and maybe, you know, this we, we're, we This is about a year old, so Bruce could have gotten into some real, real heavy uh, uh, trades by now with all the shortages. I, Who knows? He, he could be so... Par- he could be like sriracha rich. I mean, listen, he's when siphoning p- sriracha.
1: Yep. That'd be, I'd be so much more impressed if he had an entire bottle of sriracha in his pocket and then a funnel and a whole system yeah, where like, he, like, he knew how to like suck, on the cut, other cut bottle, a hole
2: like, like <laughs> in the bottom and just has like a pump and it slowly sucks the sriracha into a trench coat that's like lined with plastic lining. And then you just see Bruce like waddling down the street full of sriracha. I love
1: Brilliant. this. Oh yeah, Bruce. I I pray Bruce? for a parm shortage because Bruce will be king when that parm <laughs> shortage hits. Awesome. Thank you, Alex. I did I did write you back uh, in the email. I was like, yes, it has been eight months. Thank you for submitting this. <laughs> Anyways, you made it into an episode. Ooh, all
2: right. Please don't do
1: that. All right, I've got one for y'all. Official Sacramento correspondent, mean old Taggart, signing in. Aww. I remember I love this guy. Hi, mm-hmm. how are you, friend? He says, I missed a lot of episodes and have been back listening. Got to the episode about using fake names at work, and it reminded me of one of my favorite old coworkers slash employees. So the GM at the company I worked at walked out. It was a store called Aaron Brothers Art and Framing, where Michael's, the huge corporation we know, hides the good shit. They are the same business, which I did not know. Huh. But apparently Aaron Brothers Art has better frames. Okay. So basically, so the GM walks out. His assistant manager was on maternity leave, so the regional manager asked me who was running the store. I said I was. A 19-year-old skate rat writing schedules and doing all the bank drops. I didn't even have a car. I love the visual of him on his skateboard with all the money from the store, just skateboarding to the bank. It's very back to the future-ish. Okay. So back to Zeph, the person I'm writing about. Zephaniah was a really cool guy that I worked with. We were both stylists, barf because I'm fucking colorblind, and we were also framers. He would be done with a razor blade and whip it into the ceiling like 90 razor blades and a missed shot would send five razor blades raining back down on us. Yeah, I know. Zeph and I would sign the Aaron Brothers certified framer as Bigfoot. So whenever someone had a complaint, we would tell them that we had to let that guy go and we're super sorry. 10 years later, Zeff is making out with his wife at my gay bar, and I yell, No straight kissing! This is a gay bar! He freaks out. I start apologizing for a full minute before he even recognizes me. Love you, babes. Good tips and say Bigfoot did it. Official Sacramento correspondent, Mean Old Man Taggart.
2: Oh my God. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> God. We're so what, like, we definitely are going to get back into some more exploration explorations of retail because as we've always said there's just so much crossover I've also done it and it's just giving me all the feels of like when I worked at Hallmark and just the fuckery that happens at these retail stores
2: Uh, it's so good the ridiculousness I mean at any yeah I think and you have to like bask in the ridiculousness of it as as per example today by throwing razor blades at the ceiling (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. That sounds like a fun game. That's how you get through a day of retail. You know, just with the danger of having a razor blade rain down on you. Um, <laughs> great, great. I'm into the fake names. Um, all right, guys. You know what we say at the end of all these uh, segments with the server submitted stories. Please do submit. We love to hear from you. It's Ben a freaking minute I know you've got some crazy tales to share with us we would love 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 for you to send them so you can get them to us at sideworkpod at gmail.com
0: okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: All right. Well, you know, I think one of my favorite segments we've ever done has been headlines on this show. You know, I, I mean, honestly... We have eight months piled up like we've even been sending each other, you know, the thread between Brooke and I with Brian on it. Brian sends us headlines. I send headlines. Brooke sends headlines. So we feel like we're pretty stacked for a while because there's so much to fucking talk about.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So much has happened. It has been, a don't know, 2023 so far. Not my favorite year. Um, It's been a weird one. And I know that. 2020 was a disaster, but it's sort of like the pandemic is quote unquote over. We survived all this stuff, you know, podcast wise, our careers are sort of still here. We're lucky to have our health, all this stuff. And 2023 can just suck it. It is (laughs) not, it has just been such a weird and bad year. Um, I don't think it's, I'm not even making it about me personally. Like I just, like the country seems to be going crazier and further backwards because of everything that happened during covid and everyone's just getting a little more batshit and so you know that all the headlines about the service industry are also going to be nuts but let's start out with an easy digestible one from buzzfeed which is gone buzzfeed got buzzfeed news is no more peace out
2: buzzfeed see ya
1: we can you can still catch it it takes a while you can't just disappear um you know an entire news network but their funding is gone and
2: i really did enjoy it they would always do awesome
1: compilations about server shit so
2: yeah i think and i really think they had their heyday you know about i don't know say 8 year 8 or 7 or 8 years ago they were hot <laughs> they were hot, <laughs> hot, hot, hot. oh yeah if you got like
1: a little something a little mention on buzzfeed your life oh, was boy, made this baby was about to blow up <laughs> <laughs> But I love, I love when they compile these and it they don't matter what number. It's just whatever number, you know, submissions they have. It's not, they're not trying to be roundabout and be like 20 stories. They're like 14 and a half times something like this happens. So anyways, this is called 17 Luxury Country Club Employee Secrets and Stories that are basically a window into how the other half lives. Oh. And I just cherry picked some good ones. All right. So here's a submission. All right from someone who worked at one of these elite country clubs. So whenever a member charges something to their account, a notification will pop up if they are behind on their payments. I know this. I've. This is so true. So one guy had almost $10,000 overdue basically to the dining room at the country club. Gosh. So this poor server is like, luckily, it's not my job to fucking point that out. Our collections department, department does do that. But in my opinion, I'd say about 25 to 35% of our clientele are living well above their means in an attempt to keep up with the rest of them. It's not always easy
2: to tell, though. That would be fucking
1: so fun to know how in debt these motherfuckers are every time you pulled up their account.
2: Look, as someone who doesn't even like to let like her credit card get over $1,000 dollars, this like gives me crazy feels all over my body. <laughs> Oh, you would have crazy, crazy feels if you saw my, uh,
1: my fucking statements right now. They're not good.
2: Yeah, I just like to pay it down. I just like to, but yeah, like, you know, racking up 10K at the club, boy, oh boy, that's a lot of martinis and club sandwiches. <laughs>
1: Ugh. Can you imagine Oh
2: god I know the one
1: thing That's kind of embarrassing though Is like when I see my statements It, it is I like I'm like Scott, Because I'm the person Who goes out for like Two canned margaritas At a time I mm-hmm. don't Buy you know, like a 12 pack of them because I'll drink 12 Uh, as we've come to, you know, so I go get two at a time, but then you see your account and it just says like the same liquor store in a row over and over and over again. And you're like, (laughs) if my parents saw this, like if I was like, this looks so
2: insane and I
1: hate it and I feel so ashamed, but
2: well, at least you're getting points for it. Am I right? Am I right? Um, all right, so here's the next here's the next little tidbit of information. Um, we had to shut down the pool about three to four times a year because someone poops in the pool. It's uh, just the truth. One time this summer we had a tea night at the pool, and uh, only kids. The only kids there were over 13 And one of them decided to be funny To drop a log in the pool Hilarious I mean so, Caddyshack has ruined Like country club pools like forever From shit bombs You know right I mean
1: and I read this like As in like oh they pulled the Caddyshack joke Where someone put a baby Ruth in the pool And it's like no 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 The actual The 13 shit. year old was like haha, I'm hilarious <laughs> And squeezed shit out of his butthole To create <laughs> A Jaws scenario I mean You If you've not seen Caddyshack That is one of the Greatest scenes When the kid In the snorkel And the Jaws music Is playing As he's swimming Toward the baby Ruth (laughs) Then Mm -hmm. then everyone Jumps out of the pool Because they're Shit in the pool It's amazing Oh god These people are Supposed to be One percenters And yet their kids Shit in the pool Makes the most sense Uh, Here's another one This one Okay I'm just reading all this stuff. To sh- okay, this is spicy. All right. So they say, I worked in an exclusive LA country club. Lots of Fortune 500 company CEOs went there, worked as a waitress, but lots of girls would work as golf cart girls. And the amount of affairs between them and some ridiculously quote unquote important people was wild. One summer, one of the golf cart girls was very pregnant. And the day before she took her maternity leave, she walked straight up to the table of a very rich, very old man and his wife she took the man's hand put it on her stomach and in front of the wife said i think we need to talk about child support oh she then laughed and quit the wife was livid and i think they ended up paying off the girl to keep quiet oh no, god no that's, no that's a hot
2: pregnant girl summer is right hot, there. Is super hot pregnant girl summer I, uh all right here's one more all right my first serving job was at a country club and it was a lot <laughs> One of our members pooped his pants at our first Friday event. I get all the shit talk, guys. Today, uh, it was a cocktail party where every club member sits down for a dinner all at once and orders at the same time, aka complete disaster. And this guy refused to get up and clean himself up, so uh, because he was so embarrassed I mean, rightly so they had to the chair they had to throw the chair away because obviously this the, the juice goes through the fabric into the other fabric down to the foam. The and juice then you get this sh- loose. and then you get the juice in the foam, and there's once it's in the foam, the chair gotta go. That's the rules. <laughs> I really hope that that chair stays at the top of his tab,
1: you know, when someone goes to like close him out and he's like $10,000 into debt. But then also at the top, it's like $50 for soiled banquet chair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Shame on you, dude. I didn't know that like holding poop in was such a problem for the one percenters.
2: I just, you know? I, I thought about it, and I was just like, I don't ever want to be in a country club. I feel like I'll just like my own mortality will smack me in the face real hard. So. Not a,
1: not a lot of diversity. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Not a lot mm-hmm. of diversity.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um. Oh, God bless you, Buzzfeed. We hope we can still grab some uh, great articles from you while you were around.
0: Why, God? Why?
1: All right. So now here's a legitimately wild headline. I, I have. I do not. I mean, okay, the the good news is it's wild, but there is justice in it. So here's the headline it says a restaurant must pay workers $140,000 after allegedly hiring a fake priest to extract confessions of the workers' quote unquote sins. This is fucking crazy. (laughs) This, okay, so this happened in Northern California. And the good news is this restaurant has been ordered to pay back $140,000 of wages and damages to their employees and staff after they hired a priest to extract their confessions. Okay. So the owner
2: of A fake priest. A fake priest.
1: (laughs) A fake priest, everybody. Okay. So the owner of Taqueria Garibaldi in Northern California, the owner's name is Che Garibaldi. What a name, huh? Let's all say it out loud. Che Che
2: Garibaldi. Che Garibaldi. Okay. He hired a
1: fake priest to hear confessions during work hours and get the sins out, including asking the employees if they'd been late for work, stolen money from the restaurant, or just had bad intentions toward their employer. Jesus Christ. I hope nobody was honest. Can you imagine if someone asked you that at your restaurant? You're like, yeah, I want to fucking kill him. Um, Garibaldi's one paranoid guy. (laughs) What this is? Narcissist on steroids behavior. Basically, um, so like, God, so there's all sorts of crazy shit. There's, so basically this gets out and the Catholic diocese in Sacramento, they're like, we... that, no, this was not one of our guys. This was a guy who went to Party City and bought a quote-unquote priest costume mm-hmm. and had Che Garibaldi pay him off to come shake down his, like, underpaid. And, you know, some of these employees, too, had legal status, immigration status that was kind of on the fence. So he was also sort of blackmailing them. So anyways, I love that they're like, like, not our guy. Um, Anyways, the labor, the Labor Department found out about this, um, the whole, you know, basically the owners and operators had to pay back $140,000 in back wages and damages to 35 employees. Um, So because they were denying them overtime pay, the managers would pay themselves bonuses out of the employee tip pool and then basically threaten them with adverse immigration consequences if they were going to report them to the Department of Labor so it's just so fucking shitty this is like when you're sitting here going like while we're unionizing everything like restaurants have got to get up above board at I know some point. It, I know it's, God it's like knows
2: a-, a lot are trying you know Yeah, we are a a
1: country that does not want that because you can't exploit like this country is built on exploitation, you know, with you've got a top tier and then keeping everyone. If you cannot unionize them, then they can't all bring their stories together and have rights and basically bring you down. Um, It's just so crazy, though, that it goes to this level, you know, and you're sitting here. Someone just like walking in for like a delicious burrito bowl. I'll have a burrito bowl, please. Thank you. And has no idea that this staff is being (laughs) interrogated in the back. Like having like holy water thrown at them. Like, did you steal a tomato? You know, tell me my son.
2: It's totally crazy. And like, I just, I, I kind of feel like, what else were they getting out of these people other than like restaurant stuff? Were they also like, I murdered somebody. I cheated on my wife. Like, the bot, like, confessed where the body's buried. Like, was there more that came out other than like, I stole some ketchup to take home? I gave Bruce some Parmesan cheese, you know? Yeah, I, I- <laughs> I, I was five minutes late, but I clocked in as though it was 3 p.m. Like,
1: what the f- Like, this is... Obviously, this person is a psychopath. Psycho. Um, And I'm so, so glad that that he had to cough up that money back to the... Power to the people, man. Power don't, to the people. Don't eat it, the Taqueria Garibaldi. Fuck you, <laughs> Che.
2: <laughs> Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Well, I think that's going to wrap it for part one of us getting back into the into the groove of things. We have much more coming at you in part two. Um, but God, what a nice little flavor. We're back, Brooke. I'm feeling we're, it all over my back. body. We're back. It feels good. Um,
1: and again, like the tongue is getting looser, the ability to speak. And I feel like we got back
2: on our wavelength, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just shit talking and riffing. Yeah. <laughs> Here for your listening pleasure, here at Sidework Podcast. Oh, Brooke, uh, remind me what do we say at the end of every podcast? Pay me in parmesan. I forget. <laughs> what it?
1: I forget. Uh, no, uh, Godspeed and good tips. And we've missed you guys. Get in touch. Thank you as always for supporting us, and we will be talking to you again next week. All right, bye. bye.